In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success? Who defined it? Who decided that success was the goal instead of fulfillment? What happens if we shake up that definition? What if we make our own definition of success? My name is Tony Grebmeyer, and on this podcast, I'm going to dig deep into the real stories behind success. Join me as I interview other entrepreneurs who've climbed up Success Mountain and have come back down to share their stories so you can succeed. If you're ready to join a community of other entrepreneurs redefining success and finding fulfillment, go to BeFulfilledLife.com and join the community. Now, let's dive into today's show. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It is the real stories behind success part due. That's right. My name is Tony Grebmeyer. I'm excited for you to be back with a special guest. And, and if you've ever imagined in your mind wanting to create the workspace where just people are engaged, they want to show up, they're passionate about what they get to do and how they can help you live out your dream with your, your people, this is an episode you're not going to want to miss. So have you ever imagined team fully engaged where they feel valuable and everything that they're contributing is super valuable to the entire organization? And, and, and imagine if for a moment you could play to each individual strength. Well, our guest today is back, and he is from 34 Strong. He's the co-founder and a TEDx speaker, Darren Verasami, and he leads the team that serves alongside you to make that a sustainable reality, whether you lead any army or just one. The one thing I want to tell you about this guy, he definitely knows what he's talking about. So cliff notes, paper, pen, anything you need, make sure you take it because this guy is going to change your life. Please welcome to the show my good friend, Darren Verasami. Tony. It's so good to be back. Any time spent with you is always great time. So thanks for having me back, my friend. Hey, first and foremost, man, you're looking good. The hair is flowing. Life is good. Anybody watching the replay or seeing the video, the, the good thing about Darren, man, he's always, always in style. So I, I, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> hey, question for you. Uh, sometimes it changes for people. What's your definition of success? My definition of success, I think it actually has changed over time. I feel like success is when you can just be happy. Mm. I, I think that's a critical place. I think my younger version, Tony, would have looked at that through the lens of the next thing on your to-do list that you had to complete and just these little short-term hits of, oh, I'm, I'm successful. But when we can live in a state where we're actually finding happiness and asking yourself, am I creating this space to create happiness in my life? that successful because I've known so many and I've, I've been one of them myself where you're working harder, you're making more money, you're doing things and you're checking all the right boxes outwardly, but inwardly you're rotting away. Wow. Uh, super powerful, insightful right off the bat, a value bomb drop for everybody listening. So look, as we go up success mountain, a couple of things are going to come really, really clear. Darren's all about helping you to find your best self, the best version of you, and help you to play to those strengths so you show up. So what he just said, like I, I can climb up on his back. I know he'll carry me just a little bit, but he's going to ask me to carry him a little bit too because really teamwork is all about that, helping one another, not just solely doing it by yourself. Tell me a little bit about 34 Strong. Tell me about your business partner. And and, and I think our, our last conversation uh, on a podcast was over a year or so ago. Uh, we, we met through an introduction. One thing has led to another. We've done multiple networking remotes for ship offers, which has been phenomenal. You've stopped by the office, which has been great. Really spent a lot of quality time getting to know you, um, and you just have a big heart. So I kind of wanted to bring the world 
kind of into the the petri dish, so to speak, and let's zoom in the microscope today and really kind of zero in on 34 strong. And then basically some of the things that you have seen just for yourself that have changed just maybe in the last year, year and a half. Yeah. So I'll start with 34 strong. So 34 strong, we, we, we help create great places to work. That That's what we do. And, and the piece that I love to say, Tony, is we're just the tour guides. That's what we are. Because the real change, we're not the actual change agents. The real change agents are the people right in that organization. It's the leadership. It's the people that you're serving right alongside. People, as Tony said, want to be valued in their work. They want to be valued for being valuable, for making the contributions that they can uniquely make. We'll help you to get there. And each organization has a different way of, of getting there. And a lot of that starts with leaders, with your managers. We do a lot of work through our Best Boss University, our Best Manager Academy, on really helping managers and leaders to understand their role in creating this culture of what we call engagement, where, where again, people can show up being valued for, for being valuable and making that impact. It starts with the manager, Tony, because you know I think Gallup found, the Gallup organization found that almost 70% or at least 70% of an employee's engagement is tied directly to their manager. People don't quit bad organizations, they quit bad bosses. And managers are not trained to do what, Tony? They're not trained to actually engage their people, to develop their people. Most of the time, people are promoted into a management position because they've been a really good technical contributor or an individual contributor. The skills that got you to that point won't get you to that next tier of managing people. You've gone through from being a small business to growing, right? And what you operate as is a $100,000 or $500,000 a year business versus what a million dollar business looks like or $2 million business or beyond that. It's a completely different system and we have to change with that cycle. That's a big part of what we do is help create those pathways for that to actually take place so managers can understand that responsibility and, and really turn that key. No, and I think it's important. I, I got to throw a curveball. I mean, you just hit a couple home runs out of the park for me, but I want to throw a curveball really quick. What's your what's your like uh, mindset around when someone says this statement, right? Certain people can only take you so far. I mean, that's all they can get you, right? And then, then it's time to let them go. Or how do you grow them up to take you to the next level? I think there's truth in that and there's falseness in that. It just depends on where you go. It actually matters first and foremost for leaders to start with that developmental mindset of being able to look inside and say, can I develop? Can I grow this person? Because some people might, might get to a point and they're not willing to make that change. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's not within them, within the talent. I actually want to share a story about one of our key leaders on our team, our, our, our chief of staff, Erin uh, Harrison. She is phenomenal. She's an incredible leader. And she came up with Brandon Miller and I, my business partner and the author of Play to Their Strengths, a, a book on parenting to our children's strengths. Now, Erin, when she first started, she was in more of an administrative role. She was helping out with just a lot of the back end things as we were just getting out of the gate. And we saw talent in her to be able to go further as we were growing a team and move her into more of a leadership role. And I vividly remember that challenge that I, I was talking about that we work people through, she struggled with it, Tony. She was struggling with, well, I have to do all of these things. Things would get assigned to her. And she was struggling because she was thinking, 
she had to do it in her mind, not realizing you have a whole team here. You don't need to take care of these whole things. And I vividly remember in the chat one day, we sat down in the developmental side and, and I told her, I said, I want you to know one thing. I said, I believe that you have the talent to be incredibly successful as a leader in this company and you have a pathway there. And I'm going to push you. I'm going to develop you. I'm going to grow you. The whole point here, though, is you have to make that choice. And the question I'm going to ask you is if you believe. And we'll give you the time and the space to grow you into that role and make that a reality for you. But if that's not a place that you want to be, you're always going to have a home in this company as an incredible individual contributor. And we led with the space of what got us to this point is not what we need to get us to the next level. And it's a function of you put that on the employee. Do you want to grow or do you want to stay put? And that becomes their choice. Now, growth, Tony, is what? It's painful, right? It, it can yeah. hurt. All I can think of is the line from uh, Talladega Nights. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. It's huge, right? It really uh, is. I've got some people who have been with our organization uh, before we started our company. People who have been with us like 18 years and grown up in our company. People who have been here seven years who started in our warehouse and now are like a VP of their department in logistics, right? So it, there's a lot of people who say they want it. They're hungry. I mean, you ask them, they say, boss, I'll do whatever it takes. By the way, I don't like to be called boss. But they'll say, I'll do whatever it takes. Yep. And that's where their lip service stops, right? And, then, and the service really then just becomes, they, they said, hey, I want it but they're not willing to follow it up. We right? do it's not it. in just this organization. I've, I've worked for tons of businesses across my lifetime of you know being out there in the workforce and I'm writing a book and you, you gave me a couple of great things to use. So I'm gonna come back and get a quote from you, but um, it's kind of an all in or all out kind of mindset, right? Like you have to be all in and there's no wishy-washy kind of in between. Well, and it's okay if you have the wishy-washy, but not if you wanna to go to the next level. It, it is. And I think the part that's really important for anybody to understand, whether you're in a leadership role or if you're in an aspiring leadership role, the lesson that I personally gained and, and grew from with that experience internally within 34 Strong was simply this. It wasn't a function of the person wasn't willing to work really hard. Aaron was willing to work really hard. The challenge was making the change at what we were aiming the work at because there was yeah. so much ownership on I have to get these things done. It was shifting the priority base and being able to go through that. And that is so challenging. It's so difficult. And I'm, I, I want to make sure that we close the loop on that story. She is an incredibly valuable asset to our team. And she is one of the senior leaders in 34 Strong today. As I mentioned, as I started the story, she's chief of staff and she will continue to grow with us and has because of her ability to, to, to go through that. She realized that that was an internal journey for her. And sometimes as leaders, the best thing that we can do to accelerate Tony is to actually stop and slow down and figure out where we need to meet our, our employees, our team members at, to figure out how we're building that bridge. The analogy I like to use is if you're on one side of the river, I'm on the other side of the river. I might be building a bridge to connect to the other side, but I only get to build half that bridge. You've got to build the other half. Now, what happens if we start off our halves at different ends of the bank? We're going to end up with two halves that don't connect and don't go through. It's important to make sure that we're connecting beforehand, understanding the needs of where people are at, where their challenges are at, 
And if they really have it within them and that's what they really want when we lay out, this is what you want. This is what it's going to take to get there. Are you still in? No, I love it. I appreciate it. And I believe in you. Do you believe in yourself? Because that's where it all starts with our thoughts, right? You know that. This is, this no, is- I, and I love it. And Aaron, hey, we're not we're not talking bad about you. We're we're giving not at all. Props, I, I've right? actually given Aaron a lot of love here. Yeah. I think she's so. Hey, you know why? Because you know my staff listens to these shows and they're like, "Hey, wait, you didn't close the loop." And I'm like, "See, but you got to be smart, like Darren, and come back and close the loop because then the loop stays open." And you're like, "Huh?" Yeah. So um, Aaron you know, inspires me. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I, you know I, I love I, I love the the visual too. So if you're not watching the video, but you're you're hearing Darren, just think for a moment about that visual you walk to the grand canyon and your teammate or your counterparts on the other side of the grand canyon and you're you can see it look directly across and you say hey start building and i start building but we're not in alignment we're just off a little bit that little bit that we're just off can change where we end up and so it's super important to make sure that not everybody and i've also learned this too not everybody sees it the same way i do and I loved what you were talking about too, about getting some of their their understanding too. And, and trainers need to be trained. Like talk a little bit about the leadership that you've gone through. Just give me some of your background, just to some of the stuff that you've been able to grow up with and tools that you've been able to bring on board. Wave, maybe you attend seminars, workshops, you know, just because I, I think it's important for people to listen to is that you're always kind of in growth mode. Yeah, so... I'm going to start off with some really non-traditional answers on that. Getting my butt kicked in jobs that I absolutely detested and didn't like were some of the greatest gifts that happened for me. I wouldn't have even thought to found 34 Strong with my my business partner, Brandon Miller, if I hadn't actually suffered through some of the challenge and, and, and some of the torture of that. That was some of the stuff that we talked about in the past episode, but it was, it was along the lines of there was low trust in the organization. And at the same time, I was actually in a space where I was working in an organization where there was a high level of trust, high level of engagement, a lot of things going on. Seeing that juxtaposition for me, Tony, was huge because it made me realize work does not have to be miserable. People can be connected to each other. So my whole point is if there's anybody that's listening and you're in a space where you're working or you're feeling highly disconnected or disengaged, checked out of your job and you don't love it with where you're at, there is an opportunity to make things better out there. That was the birthplace and the starting place of me going down the path of continuing to push and and level up. Different things that I've gone through, I've been trained in a lot of elements with the the Clifton Strengths assessment. Uh, Gallup's, Gallup's uh, uh, it's, it's also known as the, the Strengths Finder. My business partner is a Gallup certified strengths coach, and he had just completed that at the time we met. So as we were going through building the company and learning, getting the business pieces out of the gate, I became a quick study on learning a lot of those pieces and about employee engagement through Q12. And that's just been through the process of developing those those pieces through some of the, some of the elements that we've attended for my own personal growth and development it's been about something that i think you do so well tony uh, like i mean one of the shows you're hosting right now networking remote it's about keeping people connected and it's just connecting and continuing to ask not what can i get from others but what can i give and as i give i've been actually finding i learn in that cycle cuz that that relationship kind of goes through so the power of just relationship building has been huge and, and just willing to ask for 
hey, can I just ask a question of anybody? You never know who'll respond to you. And that's exactly how some dots have connected. The other completely unconventional pieces that I've done is to be successful in entrepreneurship. I feel like it's just a function of how uncomfortable are you willing to get yourself? And that, that, that starts here in, in your mind because that's where the growth takes place, right? You think of a seed breaking the soil, it's, it's a crazy process, right? It has to fight through the dirt and everything to actually break the ground. And for me, what I've done is I've done things like taking cold showers, right? I've re, I, I, like that process, the first few times I did that, I, know, I think you've done those too. It's miserable, it really sucks. But it conditions the mind to say, I can get uncomfortable and I can still be standing and I can get out of this and I'll be okay. The other thing that I do on a physical basis, obviously not as much of it right now in the times of social distancing, is I've, I've practiced and trained in martial arts for several years. There's nothing that, that has been a great conditioner for me in life, like getting knocked on your butt and getting tossed and then getting back up. Just getting comfortable getting back up and getting knocked down because that's all life is, is a series of getting knocked down and standing back up um, in anything that we do. So it's just a metaphor for my life. I like it. Rocky Balboa. I was, I sent the clip to a friend the other day. It's not how hard you get hit, right? It's how it's basically how hard do you, can you get hit and then get back up and get going again? Right. Paraphrase that a little bit, but completely you, you got to take your beatings. Um, and a lot of the beatings are not like the, the physical, they're mental, they're challenges, man. And, and uh, hardcore stuff. So I appreciate you sharing, man. You know, the one thing I love about you, man, your, your energy, it's infectious, right? It, uh, it lights up a room. You always, you always got great wisdom. Um, but I know deep down inside, at the core of who you are, man, you're you're an incredible um, husband, a fantastic father, your son. You know, you're you are somebody who loves connection, and I think that shows up in Thirty Four Strong, and and then the core with you and your business partner about how you pour into organizations too, because I think that's such an important element that so many people know I hired you to do a job go get your job done that's not what we're talking about we're talking about you know real authentic transformation and connection and value and helping people to find their true value because a lot of people in this day and age it's scary out there it is it is it is scary I mean we just heard some facts about the workforce people are like hey you want a job I'll give you 100% commission like we can't afford to go give you a salary bring in 401k's and blah 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 that's not our story i'm just saying that's the story i keep hearing out there what are you hearing i'm hearing that story as well i'm thankful that we're not that story either however i am i am hearing that i am hearing that and that's a challenge that some are going through the pivots that are having to be made to kind of work through uh, that's that's a big part of why in these times been trying to really be um, a lot more cognizant of actually just trying to reach out, connect with folks like yourself, where we can go out, we can talk, we can hopefully provide just that little nudge of hope or momentum that can get people to tip, right? Because you got to believe, Tony, you don't have to believe 100% in that we're going to make it through, that we're going to be okay. You just got to believe a little more than you don't believe, right? So just believe 51% that we're gonna get through this. And if we can find ways to provide those little nuggets and spread some of that and, 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 and infect people with that level of optimism, even amidst these seasons, that's where we can go through. We've, we've gotta find, I've talked about this, I think on networking remote, 
we've got to find our certainty anchors right now. What are the things that we're certain about in our life that's going on um, in our own lives? And, and you can look really simple. You can just look out your window every day. Do you think the sun's going to stop rising tomorrow magically? You think it's going to fall out of the sky and burn up? Are you pretty confident about that? That'll condition our minds to see that certainty so we don't get stuck in that doom and gloom. And the businesses that seem to be rising or at least going through triage and then able to make the pivot have really hunkered down on those pieces. They haven't allowed themselves to stay down because that's the thing. I think Les Brown says this when, when, when he says, when I, when I get knocked down, he says, I hope I land on my back so that I can look up and get up. That's what it is. And we're in that state right now. Maybe you're not getting up just yet, but you can see that you can get up and we're there. And the ones that are making that pivot are, are seeing that and working through that. All right, everybody, hang on where you're at right now. We're going to come right back on the Beef Fulfilled podcast show. Today's special guest, 34 Strong co-founder, Darren Verasami, a good friend of mine. We're rocking, man. I'm out of breath just being uh, listening to this guy trying to keep up. He's got so much. So stick where you're at. Don't go anywhere. If anything, man, get another piece of paper or your Beef Fulfilled journal out so we can take some more notes on our way down today as we return in just a second with our special guest, Darren Verasami, co-founder of 34 Strong on the Beef Fulfilled podcast show. What an amazing conversation. I know I can't wait to hear more. And since Tony's taking a break here, this is a perfect time for us to reset and remind ourselves that it's important to be patient and present. Not only with others, but especially with ourselves. Because we don't get to decide necessarily what happens, but we do get to decide how we respond. And with the message being shared here today, why don't we take a deep breath and give ourselves a pat on the back. Now let's get back to this awesome conversation. All right, we are back on the Beef of Hill podcast show talking to Darren Barasami, co-founder of 34 Strong. You know, and uh, most people don't know this, but shows don't just get magically produced, right? If you're listening to this podcast, somebody spent time to put the beginning, the content, a commercial break, and then an intro into the fulfillment round and then out of the fulfillment round with a close. Like somebody has to do that. Sometimes I do that. But a dear friend of mine came to me several years ago and said, hey, how would you like help? And I said, sure, bring it. And uh, so grateful that Sammy, who's been uh, an amazing uh, partner and just a good friend in my life who, who've done so many cool things together, said, hey, you got to meet this guy, Mike Galloway. So Mike produces the show. So Darren and I were just talking. I'm like, who in your life is helping you that you could show some love to? So I'll ask that question to you today, Darren. Who's helping to show some love who doesn't get front and center but is a very big part of who you are and shows up and helps you in the trenches. You know, I'm going to actually come back to who I just talked about, Erin Harrison. Um, she is phenomenal. She's been, she's been the heartbeat of our company at 34 Strong, and she's the glue that keeps everything together on so many different levels and has really kept our team intact and, and sane through managing through all of the crazy time. So I've talked about her earlier in the show, but today I I can really say that she's made a massive impact on 34 Strong and that has made a massive impact in my life personally. And she's become a great friend over the years of working together as well. So that's awesome. So Aaron, keep kicking butt and helping Darren because at Chip Offers, I get to work every day with Courtney. Courtney Thaw's been just amazing. She, you know, the same kind of thing, you know, behind the scenes makes magic happen, right? And these people don't necessarily get all the kudos, the pat on the backs, but they deserve it. 
And we were talking about that on our leadership call this morning, you know, about, you know, sometimes in this organization, life moves so fast. And I'm sure, Darren, you've experienced this too, right? That you're not giving your own pats on the back to your team members, but you're you're out there helping everybody to do it. And you forget, ah, oh, I need to remind myself. I need to do it for my team as well, right? Those are like some valuable reminders, right? So hearing you do it, I'm like, yeah, I just said that this morning on my leadership call. I'm glad I got you, you know, chirping in my ear like, hey, we're going to have a podcast interview today. What What's your biggest obstacle you're facing right now in the workforce and kind of in corporate, like I call it corporate America? What's the biggest obstacle you're facing? It's, it, I think it's, this is pretty common for many, but it's the uncertainty, Tony. We feel strong right now in working through this season. We're working through it with what we have right now. That being said, I have no idea what things are going to look like as we go through the next cycle of wherever this is going to lead to. So whereas our longer range planning would be, you know, years out ahead, we're having to make a lot more micro pivots now, which has been great because we've grown, we've stretched. Um, it's actually forced us to go much, much deeper into ourselves individually and our, 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 the soul of our company to, to really be able to impact and, and make the shifts. And, and that's been a really good pivot for us. So it's one of the great things that's happening. And it's actually one of the most challenging things that's happening because we, we, we don't know what some of our clients' needs are going to be, how the full impact is going to be as we get to the other side. Are things looking better now? Yes. That being said, I don't know what things are going to look like for some of them in, you know, in, the, in the winter as things go. So if we go through another Gosh. round of this, what's it going to be? I love it, man. So here, here's the fire in me, right? So I like, oh. He said this, but like, can you, can you tell me what tomorrow's going to look like? And I'm like, that's why I love Jim Rohn's quote. Jim Rohn says, the last 6,000 years has been difficulties mixed with opportunities. What do you think the next 6,000 years is going to be, right? Difficulties mixed with opportunities. But you throw the damn word uncertainty in there. And I'm like, man, now I got to like put a new word in my vocabulary that I don't like, right? I don't want to face uncertainty. What is something uncertain like that you can drill this down to like where you can you can strike oil for people that people could take that uncertainty today and with your wisdom and maybe your experience standing on a ta- stage giving your, your TEDx talk that you could give them some hope. I'm going to go back to something that I mentioned earlier and I can't take credit for this. So I'm going to give the credit where it's due. It's from. Uh, Jonathan Fields, who's the host of the Good Life podcast, uh, the, the, yeah, the, the Good Life Project, I'm sorry. He talked about the importance of finding certainty anchors in times of uncertainty. I'm going to unpack that. And this is something that I have personally done deeply for myself uh, during these times of uncertainty. So what is a certainty anchor, Tony? It is, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but it's our ability to still see things of certainty. Simple as the sun is rising, as simple as right now we're on this interview, I am confident the floor that is beneath my feet will not just dissipate and magically eat me up in the next remaining time of our, of our podcast. In fact, I'm confident it'll be here tonight and tomorrow. These might seem like really little, minuscule, silly things to focus on. Here's why it is so important for us, just from a cognitive standpoint in our brain. Our brain has been taking in this sea of uncertainty. For many people, they don't know if their kids are going back to school in the fall or if they're going to go back to school and then what that's going to look like. Maybe there's a second wave. Maybe there's not a second wave. Maybe everything goes through. 
they're not sure maybe they've lost a loved one and they aren't sure when they're going to actually have a chance to have a service or grief. Those sorts of things, because we're being barraged by them, guess what happens? Our certainty muscle starts to atrophy. As humans, we have the need of uncertainty and we have the need of certainty. We need uncertainty in our life. That goes, that's right in line with your Jim Rohn quote, right? We need that, but we also need certainty in our life. In the season that we're in, the balance is way off. There's so much uncertainty, we can start atrophying on the certainty piece and we start only focusing on where we have uncertainty. What does that do, Tony? It starts changing the wiring in our mind because what do we know? Where our mind goes, our energy flows, right? So where our thoughts go, our energy flows. And that becomes all that we're seeing is uncertainty. If we're not intentional about finding these little anchors, we can't build back certainty into our life. That being said, we do have the opportunity, using Jim Rohn's words there, to actually rebuild certainty in a sea of uncertainty. And that's exactly why it's so important. You have to be the counterbalance to the force that's in place, and we have it within us to do that. I like it. Hey, a couple questions, and I'm going to throw you into this fulfillment round. Best way for people to find you uh, and learn more about what you're up to? Check me out, 34strong.com. You can find me on Instagram at Darren Verasami. You can also find me on Facebook, same name. You can drop the spelling of that <laughs> into the notes, but it's Darren, D-A-R-R-E-N, and then Verasami is V-I-R-A-S-S-A-M-M-Y. You can also find me on LinkedIn if you're looking there. Uh, feel free to take a look at my own personal website, DarrenVerasami.com as well, and that'll talk more about what I will be Talk, what I'll be delivering in my TEDx talk and different elements like that, which is coming up later this year. I love it. Hey, so we're going to throw you in the quick fulfillment round. we got a hard stop. Life goes on for you and me. We've got tons of things. We're two busy professionals, but if I don't bring you into the fulfillment round, I feel like I'm, I'm cheating my audience today. So all I need you to do is say, I am ready. I am ready. And now it's time for the fulfillment round. No phoning friend, no using the Google machine. No digging into storage for the Encyclopedia Britannicas. And I promise, Tony won't make you cry. And if you don't know the answer, just make it up. The Fulfillment Round brought to you by ShipOffers.com for all your product and fulfillment needs. Now, Tony, you ready to ask some questions? Uh, best podcast interview you've had today? Best podcast interview that I've had today? Well, it's Be Fulfilled. That's the one that I'm doing today. All right, just making sure everybody's paying attention. He said my show. All right, um, something that has challenged you in the last, we'll call it year, that you maybe doubted for a little bit that if you could get through it, but you got through it and you are better for it. Yeah, so last year, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back to a little bit earlier than one year, but last February, so it was February of 2019, I was uh, testing for my black belt in Kyokushin karate, a uh, stand-up style of martial arts. And I had had walking pneumonia in January. So I'd taken antibiotics. I'd come off of the antibiotics. And I had about nine or 10 days in between when I finished my course of treatment and when, when my test was. Now, a rational person who's, who's smart and forward-thinking would have moved their test out. I wasn't that person. I kept training. I, I rested and then I kept training. And Tony, when, when I spar and when I match, here's, here's what, the, what it looked like to test. It was 10 matches. 
that progressively got harder. So 10 two-minute matches, full contact, standing, kicking, punching, all that stuff that progressively got harder. And one of my greatest assets in martial arts was my stamina. So in those matches, I would typically be able to, to fight, spar, contact, and I'd be able to wear people out because I could take hits and different things like that. And they'd get tired from throwing, and then I'd still have energy. Mm. I was two matches in, and my greatest strength became my greatest weakness. I was panting, I was out of breath, and I had a long way to go. The big shift for me that took place in that moment, which I think is so applicable for what we're going through now, typically when I would spar before that, I was sparring to win, I was, I was working to take an opponent down to win the match and going through, and yeah, it, it was friendly sparring. I mean, you still got hit really good and different things like that, but these are all good, good friends. Like we, we, we work together and different things like that. I had to change my mind in that moment, Tony, to sometimes you're not fighting to win. You're just fighting to stay in the fight. That's what it's all about. And right now, that lesson that it taught me, which was so challenging at the time, physically, emotionally, spiritually, I just wanted to just stop, but I kept going some way, somehow. And again, the smarter move would have been maybe moving it out, but I didn't. The lesson that was given to me, though, was, is going to stay with me for the course of my life. And I'm, I want to repeat that for everybody. Sometimes it's not about fighting to win. It's just about fighting to stay in the fight because it keeps you at the table and it can keep you in it so you can get back into your game. Right now, with everything that we've gotten through to go, to go through COVID, if you're still standing today, keep fighting to stay in that fight. That's what it's all about. Make it through that one day to the next day. And that's how you can build that certainty anchor in your life. I love that, man. I'm glad, I'm glad you're still fighting the good fight. What are you listening to or reading right now? I am reading. I'm going to actually show it to you. Uh, I'm reading right now, Limitless. By Jim. Ah, yeah. I think it's a phenomenal book. Uh, I've, I really like Jim's work with just looking, on, looking into how to unlock the power of our brain and really looking at our brain as a muscle. So I'm really, really enjoying that. Um, right now. That's, that's been fascinating. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Darren. I know, as I said just a minute ago, lots of things to do, a lot of people to help. Um, so I, as always, man, it's cool. Round two of the Be Fulfilled show. You've been on round two of Networking Remote. I mean, I'm only looking forward to the future with you because I know it's bright. So thank you very much for being here today. His name is Darren Verasami from 34 Strong. He's one of the co-founders. Uh, my name is Tony Grubmeyer, and until next time, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, choose to make today the absolute best day of your life. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at www.tonygrubmeyer.com. Enter your details to get the first week of the Be Fulfilled Journal for free. It includes access to our private community of thousands of other entrepreneurs. It'll give you more clarity and freedom in your day. And it might just change your life forever. <laughs>